Well, today on Round Guy Radio, we're talking to the uh, candidate for mayor of Richland, Iowa, John Castle. The program, John. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Well, uh, um, I got a, a, a set of questions here I'm going to ask you. And the first one is, what's great about Richland? I mean, uh, you came to, to live here. There's a lot of a lot going on here in town. What, what's great about Richland? Why would somebody want to come raise their kids here, build a house here, open a business here? R- Richland's still that 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 small town community, that small town America that people you know people always loved. Um, I was born and raised in this area, and coming home to me, I, I moved away, but coming home to me was always a priority, and I always considered Richland my home. It was just one of those things I mean when you can still drive down the street and you're waving at your neighbors and you know you're waving at people you don't even know who they are that, that I think that's still something special and you don't get that a lot of times in America anymore I felt that too when I moved to town yeah you know you're, you are waving at people you don't even know but you feel like you know them and, and eventually you do uh, yeah I've, so I've, the people of the town are, are pretty pretty great yeah okay. they are all right well um we're going to be facing some we lost I think nine percent of the town in the last census so we have fewer well i think we're kind of building that back up but uh at at the time we you know it was COVID time it might have been a, a a little bit of a short read but that's what they could come up with so a little bit of, and there's going to be some funding from the state or kind of reshuffling the way they're going to do things and and there'll be a little less state funding so um the only way we can keep up with the amount of money that we got uh contain what's going is to grow the town so do you have any ideas on how we can grow the town, create businesses, get get some tax evaluations out? The jobs, for one thing, jobs are huge. Um, you know, like Peyton bringing the locker in, I, adding what 20, 30 jobs. I think yeah, it'll be thirty jobs too. Yeah, it might be twenty new ones or somewhere that's in that just ballpark. A big deal. Um, jobs are huge when somebody doesn't have to drive an hour just to work. You know, and so I I think that somewhere down the line we got to get businesses. And just one idea, it's just an idea, is, is like an industrial park, you know, where businesses could come in. I don't know. I'd have to look into all that, but that's just an idea that somebody brought to my Industrial, but yeah, I, I'm kind and of I, seeing that. Uh, I thought it was, I yeah, thought it was a good I, I've idea. been kind of thinking, you know, this, you, you pull into town, you got Henshaw's, and you got kind of some businesses across the road from that. Now we're going to get Peyton. I'm kind of feeling like maybe there's some potential for an industrial corridor or center or or, or something, something to I, I fill that fill that things up because I because I, like I really feel like the town's got a lot of momentum right now. Oh, absolutely, I agree. Do you think we got good schools and and this daycare thing and help? Uh, uh, I think the daycare was an awesome, 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 addition, awesome addition to the town. I think the schools, yeah, Pekin School. I mean, you can't. I got nothing bad to say about Pekin. Yeah, Pekin School's doing a good yeah, do a good job for yeah, my kids, my grandkids, and my yeah, my kids. Kind of why that was why I moved to Richland. Yeah, you know, was to get to take and take advantage of some of the low taxes and, and, yeah. and stuff that, that was available here. And uh, I moved in 17 years, and there's a lot more stuff now than there was then, and I thought there was a lot when I moved into town. Yeah. Well, um, I've got a whole list of just regular stuff that goes on in town that's going to be. Um, uh, but um, I want to give you a chance to respond to anything anybody else has said or, or comments uh, uh, or anything that you want to put out about your campaign. A lot of the stuff I wanted to address is like what you had, uh, I had listened to your podcast with Mayor Hoekstra, and I wanted to address some of those things that were in there. Yeah, that'd be fun. And I know that you you had those wrote down also. Um, one of the first things I wanted to address was the garbage truck. Now, Yeah, I do have that on the I list to talk to you about. When I said, you know, in my interview, which I know that's where you got a lot of my, the information that I had said with the, you know, the Sigourney paper, 
the garbage truck, I wasn't addressing the one that they had. Yeah, I, I understand that. And I wanted to kind of, and we did say that there's another garbage truck, but mm -hmm. um, that really kind of wasn't something that the mayor was involved in. He was involved in getting this particular one that we got. But I did want, I'm glad that you, that, that we're, we're able to, to sit down and talk about it because there is kind of some problems with another garbage truck that they, mm -hmm. that the, that the, um, well, the city council unanimously voted on buying this, but they, well, what do you know about this? I've heard, $30, I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard, yeah, I've heard multiple, multiple numbers. I've heard multiple things that, that they approved to buy it and that it was being delivered, broke down. And now that I've heard, I heard they approved to buy it and nothing ever came from it. Check gone, everything. I've heard multiple things, but there's, yeah. there I is, looked into it too. No, nobody's ever said, you know, everybody's agreed that, that the money, yeah, was gone. And I've heard anywhere from 35, I've heard up to 52,000. I don't know. Well, I think, uh, so, I think okay, so, so here's the the research so, that I did. Okay. They did bid on a $52,000 garbage truck, and I'm I, I'm not I'm not uh, upset. I was going, Rick, I'm not upset they're looking for another garbage truck. The other garbage truck need, need to be replaced. Um, there was one in, in Tennessee somewhere that they, they got a bid on it for $30,000, and uh, I was told that they sent the money. And then they never got the truck, and they don't know whether the truck okay. broke down or, or right. what it was. So, but they hired an attorney in Tennessee to try to recover the money. And, and that's kind of what I've heard, too. So my thing is, so when you have to, whatever whatever your garbage expenses are, when you put that into your budget, you just lost that money. That's all a loss, 100% loss. If well, they might get if, some if, of the money back. Oh. If you don't have the vehicle or if you don't have the money, that's all a loss. And you have to account in that. When you're doing your your this is if you're gonna say this is how much the garbage costs the town, you got to add that total loss to it. Now if you get it back, that's awesome, that's great, but it's still that's part of a loss. So when I said that a business, if we had our own, if we had a contracted garbage company, that wouldn't have been a fifty thousand dollar loss to the town. That would have been a fifty thousand dollar loss to the company. I it was a thirty thousand dollar. Well, okay, thirty whatever. I, I mean, they did put another seven thousand dollars on this truck that right, they have okay, now, but. That would have been on them. It would not have been on the town. This one, 100% on the town. So yeah. I understand how, how businesses work, that if they have breakdowns, yeah, they, they might make a little bit go up here and there, but they're not going to charge a town $35,000 for their mistake. Well, yeah. No, well, so that's, so whatever this cost, it's 100% on yeah. the town. Well, it's a little bit on the, on the, the, the city council. For making a, right. a bad decision here, I, but yeah. maybe it's a rookie mistake, and and I think their intentions were good, but sometimes uh, uh, when okay. you spend a taxpayer's so, money, you go down a noble road, and it kind of leads to. But but at the same time, that there's, and I'm not saying that we have to get rid of the garbage that that that's that thing, but or we can that we have to contract out. But there's avenues that can be looked at. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't everything that everything that has been done for all these years is not the only way other other ways can be done other routes can be taken that well, that's it's not that's all i'm saying there's other things to be looked at and uh, uh i'll be interested to talk to some of the city council members about you know what went into that and, and where they think they're they're at on the yeah on the thing but you, you know, know I, that you know, there's the, definitely gonna be a five thousand dollar loss because they had to hire an attorney in tennessee yeah, for five thousand know, dollars you know the current garbage truck mayor yeah seven thousand dollars great fine that is a good yeah, deal yeah, and, it, and it runs really well now, uh, and now the next one thing I wanted to address was the water lines. Okay, I, I got that on this list. I didn't to talk say about too. all the water lines. Basically. See, I, I, and I'm glad that we're here to talk to you. And if you, you 
you uh, um, heard me in the interview. I said I wasn't clear as to what you were talking yeah. about. All the, uh, it wasn't all the water lines. There's several water lines that have been replaced, but anything that's cast iron, yeah, should need, needs to go away. It needs to go away. It needs to go well, away. I, uh, and, uh, and it just needs to. There, there. How many times? So you take the big one that was being discussed was the one here that goes in front of the dental clinic. Now. And, and the mayor didn't agree that it had been repaired multiple times. The only thing he said that I, that well, I, I thought like, he said you were right about that. Yeah, he did. I didn't, but the only thing I didn't understand what he said. He said it t it costs thirty five dollars per running foot to repair a water line. It said he said that's what okay. it costs to run the water line from so, from one side of the from where it now, is to where uh, underneath the road okay, for so the how, grind, uh, so for Griner's meat. When it comes grocery. to those water lines, how many over the years, that just take that one water line, how many hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars over the last 10 years have been spent on repairing a water line that should have been just replaced or should have did what they, exactly, they ran a new water line right underneath the road. That to me, that's something that should have been done. There's water lines that in this town, cast iron water lines that need to go away. Well, um, there, uh, and this is stuff. I, I can't say that I know what the exact solution is to it, but I'm agreeing with you that it's something that needs to be looked into. Yeah, you know, because we, you know, we, we, you know, we, we have had some problems there, and uh, hopefully there could be some kind of cost-effective solution for, for the problem. Yeah, I don't oh, know. absolutely. There's got to be. See, that's that, that's the thing, and I know the the. Everybody's so happy with our, our water rates. Well, they're going to go up, and that it looked matter. like mine went up this this last they, time I got they're, a little bit. They're, they're going to go up because yeah, they, and it definitely. Doesn't, it doesn't matter who's sitting in the office because of what has to happen with the water trace waste treatment plant. Yeah, well, it, that's that's uh, it's, it's going to go up. And okay. Then, well, know, I think some of these things we're going to you're, you're going to talk about are, are are in these questions, and I think we can just address them uh, one at a time here. Well, uh, uh, one of the things that's going to be a real big issue here in town is the lagoon. Uh, um, I really don't know, to be honest with you, um, what it all entails. Uh, but it looks like worst case scenario, it could be three point one million dollar mandatory. Nobody has a choice. Uh, I, uh, renovation on this. I don't. Business. And I don't know everything that it entails either. But I would say that the three point one million would probably be a minimum. You think it could be more than because that? Because the surrounding towns like Brighton and uh, Hedrick, you know, they've all had to do this. Brighton's was, I believe it was just under, uh, or just over $3 million, and that was pre-COVID. Yeah. So and then, everything, yeah, everything's it, so everything expensive right now. Went, and uh, interest rates are pretty high, so, too, so that's another factor. This, to me, okay, this is something... And, it, and it's not that it has to be done. It has to be done. That's that's the regulation. Yeah, the, the, the filtration, this, something this about the not, filtration of it. This was not something that we just found out, or the city just found out last week. This was not something they just found out this year. They knew, and I guarantee you, this was, this was on DNR's re permit renewal they got last August to update this. And I would say it's almost a 99% guarantee that they knew about it, Certain people knew about that way beforehand. If all these other towns are having to do this, they knew this was coming up, but there was never it was never addressed. I don't think this was addressed until yeah. The I think that I think the maintenance on the city lagoon has been it, behind behind. It, um, it, and I don't know that there's a not an effort to get it done, but I I, I think, think there's I think been it, some uh, changes in maintenance guys and things, and I don't know. I I I can't explain. Why it hasn't been done, but I've heard from the mayor himself 
that we're behind on on doing stuff. And yeah. I, I've heard to some of the yeah, landowners sure. that were behind there that they're a little behind on on getting that done. And uh, but it's it's looming, and somehow we're going to have to do that. And and again, that's going to cost us quite a bit of money. Yeah. All right. So, the water so uh, we talked about the. Is there anything else about the water mains, or are we just specifically talking about just that? One right in front of the. No, anything that's cast iron needs to be replaced. Yeah, well, anything that anything that is, you know, old like that, that that is brittle, and it just needs to be replaced. Now I understand that that's money, but at the same time, you're when you're bandaging things, you're costing money too. Yeah. And, and people, you, you want to talk about economic, you know, growth. People don't want to move to a town when they can't even get water. Well, that's true. People don't want to move to a town when they when they when they got a you know old rusty pipe leading into their house. They want water. They want good water. That's well, part of the economic growth. It's just part of the maintenance of every town's got to. That's right. Got to keep that up. So, and I, so, uh, and, I, and that's I, something that's coming. Whether you're the mayor, or anybody else is the mayor. Right. There's some, it, some. That's right. But that's, and, and I'm glad that that you're you're see that there's a problem there and, and looking for a solution to yeah. it. Now, uh, there was something said about the the water pressure at the fire station. Something about. A two-inch pipe that should have been a six-inch pipe, or, or, um, but what? What it, do you have a, a, an idea of what the problem is with the water the delivering water from the station or something? Is it slow or uh, to the, the the fire station? Yeah, something no, about filling I, the trucks up slower than they should because there's no the, the the trucks inside. If we if, if that's what they're talking about, we have we can fill our trucks from inside. And it's literally a two-inch line, water yeah. line. So if we want to fill up a truck, it takes 45 minutes to fill up a truck. Because okay. we have two big water trucks. We have a 5,000 and we have a 3,000. So the 5,000 takes literally 45 minutes to fill up out of a two-inch line. That's what that would be. Whereas it should have been a six-inch line going in just like a, uh, or a four, like the fire hydrants. You know, we could fill up. Yeah. We, we could fill up off a fire hydrant in five minutes. Yeah, see, so I, that, I, I, that's that's that might be what I'm not for sure exactly what's being addressed there, but I that and I don't know what it would take to um, to rectify that situation and yeah I don't maybe there were some mistakes made when they laid out the building I I, I don't yeah know. that but, but who cares whose fault it is you know what I mean it would if if that's something that that could be done to improve things I think that that would be pretty good. Uh, well, uh, uh, another thing, not to interrupt you. No, go ahead. With the police protection. Okay, that, that's that's the next thing I was just about oh, okay. to say. I didn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a, okay. So there's there's been some efforts to have our own city police department, mm -hmm. and then there's also um, the option of going with the 2080 agreement using the um, the the, the Keokuk County Sheriff's yeah. Department. It's it, it 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 sounds like a lot of money, twenty five thousand dollars a year. For the for the 2080 agreement, but well, he, the he, police department is probably more. He, he, here's here's my thought on that, and I understand that that when you even if you have one city cop, yeah, what you guys said in in, in the podcast with Mayor Hoekstra, yeah, that's right. It can cost you seventy five to a hundred thousand dollars to have a cop. Yeah. Now with and I got absolutely, it, but it's an avenue to me that it can be explored. Just because one person says this doesn't mean that that's cutting stone and there nothing can be ever looked at because this person said okay so that's something an avenue that can be looked at now not having a 2080 agreement with the sheriff's department which i actually i, I agreed with that i think it should have been yeah, I, i'm I a big it, proponent of that uh, myself. Here, here's the thing too and then this is 
um, it is state law that a city must provide police protection. So how is the city providing it right now? Before they had the 2080 agreement with the Sakia County yeah. Sheriff. Now they don't. Now they don't. That's a bad thing. So right now, they're under they're they're in violation of state law. Now is does the sheriff? I don't know this. This could be a legal question. Does the sheriff still count as part of that? Because they're going to show up. If you they have to show up. Okay, they're going to uh, show up. But I that, don't know if they need to do the two patrols. No, but a day. To, to but me, if somebody you, otherwise they get sued if they don't respond, and the city when, gets, and that's the whole point you, of the twenty eighty agreement is that no you, matter what happens. Since so we signed that 2080 agreement, they can't sue us. And when you have police protection, and when you even if you just have the sheriff coming through town, even even we have a highway patrol that lives in town now. Just the presence of that has slowed people down through town. I've noticed it. Police protection—it's just police presence says a lot to town, and it says a lot to. And that's another thing for economic growth. Well, yeah, yeah. You don't want to come here if you're a potential, you know, you know, risk to be broke into or whatever. But when well, crime's police, a big issue in America right now, and having a safe town. Yeah, but is, when there's police presence, that should be there. Well, that's one thing I've definitely enjoyed in, in town, and, and you that, know, um, if, if if the police, if having an actual police officer is not doable, it should. I think it should still be looked at. But either an, way, I think they should, should get a 2080 avenue, agreement. Not, go right back, and I, I agree, go right back to the Kiaka, and, and, and even have it in Lua. At least have it in place until I mean, you hire somebody. Having somebody show, throw up through town two or three times a day, that's a big deal. That, that's a real big deal. Well, um, we need to talk a little bit about the fire department. That seems to be kind of a hot-bushing issue around, around town today. Uh, my first question is uh, there seems to be a lot supposedly bought by the fire department, you know, and I want to know who owns that lot. Is it this 501c3 or is it the city of Richland? No. Who owns the lot? The 501c3 owns the lot. Owns now, the lot. Now, you have to, here's the thing with the 501c3. The Richland, the Richland Fire Department started that. That is basically all of our money, all our donations, everything, just donations goes into that. So we can do what we need to do with that, what we can do you know, if we need the little stuff, we don't need to go to the taxpayers, the tax dollars for the little stuff. We can do that. That's why we created the 501c3. And that money is protected from any city, any township. They can't get to that. So if somebody donates to the Richland Fire Department, that money goes into that. That money goes to us. We get to decide what to do with it. And then we're not abusing that. We're using that. We've got we've bought radios with it. We've bought lights with that. Now we can buy. We bought the the lot with it down here because yes, we do want to put a new fire station down there. So the Richland Bible Richland Fire Department Inc. the 501c3 owns that lot, and that's good. Okay. Well, this is the problem. The le the legal problem with the 501c3. First of all, it's called the Richland Fire Department Incorporated, and that is way that is that in and of itself. You know, the auditor cited that as a problem. No, no. That you, okay, so, so I'm going to go through the list here, and then I'm going to give you free free. Okay. Thing. Okay, so it cannot operate as the fire department. It can support the fire department, but it cannot operate as the fire department, and it absolutely cannot sign a 2080 agreement with the townships that create any any because um, that doesn't create any liability. Uh, uh, it creates a liability issue for the city. So go ahead and okay, answer so those questions. It does not. It is not the 501c3 Richland Fire Department Inc. is not 
the fire department. It's just like you said, it's the ports of the fire department. It's basically like a fire department association. Brighton's got a fire department association. Yeah, but what is that oh, called? It's an association. They're, and you can name them whatever you want. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, no, can. The auditor said that specifically, okay. and so did the attorney that looked at it. Well, we've talked to an attorney, too. So well, there, uh, one attorney can say one thing, another says another something. We wouldn't create something. So basically, also, when you have a nonprofit, that also makes you eligible for grants that you can't get under another entity. The, the department is not the 501c3. That is basically well, who, supporting who, the fire department. So now we'll go to the 2080 agreement that has always been brought up. So now this is going to take, listen to me, don't interrupt me. I got to clarify. This. So that 2080 agreement that was given to the town was an, that, and I know it said fire department Inc. on top. That was an example that was not to be the you sign this we are the fire department that was an example of a 28 e agreement okay that's all it was why it said that the fire department inc at the top i'm not sure but it was not that's that richland fire department inc is not the fire department okay that was an example so who but, is the fire department richland fire department belongs to it, it's two different things all of the equipment belongs to the fire the richland township they they've purchased everything there's two vehicles that it, the city of Richland is responsible for. One is in a grass truck, okay, but the, the slide-in unit that has the water in it in the back belongs to the township. The second truck is our tanker truck that carries a 5,000-gallon 5, water tank that belongs to the township. So the town, the city, is only responsible for the trucks. They don't have water, okay? So the city cannot provide fire protection without the township, okay? So the fire board, so now... Hold on, let me go back to that 2080. So all these years, all these years, because the mayor and whoever else from the city council refused to sit down and listen, they have based their entire argument off of a misunderstanding that could have been clarified if they would have went to us and actually sat down with us from the very beginning, but they chose not to. This is that, that we know that the 501c3 is not the fire department. It supports the fire department, just like you said. That 28E agreement would have to be signed with an entity, just like you guys said, whether it be a township, whether it be a town, or whatever. That's the fact. But if they would have sat down with this a long time ago, instead of going all over town, spreading a misunderstanding, it could have been clarified a long time well, ago. Well, according to uh, according time, to the paper that I read, now. Chief Ehrenfeld said he refused to talk to the city for five no, years. No, he didn't. That's what he no, said. No. That's a quote to no, him. No, he didn't. Okay, you, you even look at this summer. There was a meeting. But, but I, I'm going to ask you this one, one more damn time. Who is in charge? Who has oversight okay. over the fire department? What entity is it? The Richland Township. The um, Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The city of Richland's fire department exists on paper. That's it. Well, I, I, I that's mean, it. that's not what the lawyer said, and that's not what the audit I said. I can find a lawyer that says they do. Well, okay. you can't. Well, then bring a lawyer in here. Okay. Well, the lawyer that said that his name is okay. Missy White. She's a city okay. attorney. How many attorneys has, has the city gone through? Three, and okay. all three okay. of them Listen. said that the city of and Richland. All going to do all what they're all going to do. What Tom Hoekstra, Hoekstra says they're all going to say Tom Hoekstra says this. That's what they're going to do. I now, don't think that that's okay. what a lawyer would say. We're not going to get into this. Okay, so this is going to go. Okay, so we're going to disagree board. on this. The fire board. Here's the fire board. If a fire board can be created, it would represent, it would be the Richland Township, the city of Richland, and every single township that the, the Richland Fire Department partially covers. 
everybody would have a member on that fire board. So all tax dollars that are to go towards fire protection are being represented by all areas that are being represented. Instead of one entity being the Richland Township or the city of Richland saying, this is what you're gonna do and this is being in control of that. That's where the tax dollars go. And all of those entities, every single person that pays into that tax for that fire protection, whether it be from the city, whether it be from the country, they should have representation. That's what a fire board does. And it is 100% legal because Sigourney operates under a fire board. Well, that doesn't mean that it's legal. Yeah, a lot. Really? Yes, it really means really, that. Really? You can it, have a fire board that's advisory, okay. but it doesn't it doesn't make the decisions. Yes, it, and it, people from okay. outside of the city of Richmond okay, then cannot tax. They cannot tax. You're not a lawyer. The, well, they can't. I know that they can't tax the people of Richland. They can't stick us with the cost of a. That's what we're concerned okay, okay, about. We're concerned okay. about being stuck okay. with First the cost of, all, of building a new fire okay, department. If, okay, if all these tax dollars go towards fire protection, okay, if the fire board. The fire board determines where those tax dollars are spent. If we need a truck, if we need this, or if we need that, we go to the fire board. So everybody has a say-so. We're not getting, the 501c3 is not getting tax dollars. Well, why don't you build it outside of the city of Richland? Because then no one would care. Every, we would care. Everybody would care. Well, no, I mean, we, I, nobody in Richland would care this, if you build it outside me? of, if you build a fire department in the township, let the township pay for it. We don't want to pay for it. Okay. Have I come to you for and asked you for one penny for a fire department? Well, you told That's me you want to build thing. a new fire we department do. for how much money you think it's going to we cost. We do. But you're not, you, you, you think everybody's going to come to this. Well, no, we know they tell the kids got $3 million, $5 million they got to pay for. There's other alternates, but are alternatives to buildings. That's why the 501c3 comes into place because we got a lot more opportunities for grants than the city, than a township. That's why. And if it determines they can come down and, and, and be given to the fire board later, whatever. But that's where the 501, because we got a lot more eligibility for grants. And, and, and you can sit here and argue legality. No, I just don't want, I don't want all the bills dumped on me. They're not going to be dumped asking. on you. Well, if, you're, if, you're not, if you not don't build it, if you're building city limits, it is. They're not going to be dumped on you. Well, and, no, and so you're saying that the fire department. So you're saying that, that nobody in town wants a fire department. Is that what you're saying? That's you just not said, what I'm saying. I said, said I'm saying the taxpayers ago. don't necessarily. You just want said to, a few minutes well, ago. Well, it's not going to be because nobody will care. Yeah. Said, well, yeah. Let them pay for it. You said move the fire department out there. Nobody will care if you want to build a new one. Otherwise, please stay right where you're at because that's where the water delivery system is. How much will it cost you to move the water delivery system from where it is? Clear out there to the to the other place. How much money is that going to cost? There's already a water line going right by there. There's a water line, but it's not a so water. It's, it's not a thing. not one center for fire department. There's expenses to building. Yeah, there's expenses. Yeah, to four, building. you're talking about okay. a, a four or five million dollar project. But your your opinion and your voice is not the only one in Richland well, no, because there's not. a lot of people that want the new fire station there. A lot of people. Your voice. Yeah, is all not, the, my but voice how many of them are going to be stuck with the bills? Who? What is the person that lives in the Richland Townships cost? Share cost to building the new fire department. A lot. Well, how are they going to? It's not in their township. They're, it's an incorporated let's, area. Let's move on because we're not going to get. All right. Well, we're okay. So, uh, all right. So, how much time does it take to be uh, a good mayor? Well, that got a little heated, but let's try to bring the temperature down. So, how much you know? Um, how much time does it take to be a successful mayor? I'll find out. Okay. Well, what would a successful CAPS tenure look like at the end of it? Uh, definitely the water lines, I think, is a big thing. And to foresee that the water treatment 
wastewater or whatever needs to be done there is on track to being done. Um, there's a lot of avenues that, you know, that need to be looked at. I, I know I have a lot to learn about it. I, I'm not going to deny that. There's a lot to learn. And then I, I think, you know, Tom Hoekstra, Mayor Hoekstra, he's done a lot, a, a lot of good things. But at the same time, when you've been in there for 18 years doing that, you, 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 you do what you want. And I think that's what he's done. And I, I don't want to do that. I'm here to be elected by the people for the people. All right. Well, we're talking about a $3 million increase in taxes for the lagoon. We have no idea how much the water lines or, or getting things straightened out. We'd have a, a, an empty bill. If you move the, the fire department off of the square, we got an empty building that we can't do anything with. We'll have to replumb everything. Mayor Hoekter's had an empty building for years. How you want to? You you, you you may hire a, a police officer. You may not, but all that costs money. I'm looking at I'm looking at seven, eight, nine million dollars worth of expenses with lo less revenue. How are you going to come up with the money to do well, this stuff? There's there's a lot that I have to figure out too. I don't have all the answers that you want me to sit down here and do. And. And neither does Mayor Hoekster, because if he did, the water would have been already done already. Okay, but there's one one more thing I want to address. Um, it has nothing to do with the. So, and I'm only going to address this very shortly because this has been going around town, and I think it's absolutely despicable. Uh, there's been lies and gossip going around town that I have stage four terminal cancer and that I'm dying. And I think it's despicable for somebody to say that because I have never said those words out of my mouth. So for you to say that, whoever is saying it, and you know who you are, you've done, done nothing but lie. I do not have stage four terminal cancer. Do I look like I'm terminal to you? Well, I'm not, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm not like saying a, that you're saying it. I'm just saying, okay? Um, yeah. I, 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 I heard that rumor myself, but I didn't bring it up because I didn't, I didn't no, know it was I'm true. And, I'm and I, I wouldn't do that. I, I, and I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. But I'm not, I'm but a, I appreciate I you, you, you coming and I want to address it because I think that people spreading lies about a, a person's health, whether they're running for an office or not, I think that's despicable. I think it's absolutely despicable and it's nothing but gossip and lies. Now, I will say, because most people do know, yes, I do have cancer, it's treatable. I'm going through what I have to do. It's not terminal. So for anybody to say otherwise is nothing but a liar. Well, uh, I appreciate you getting that off your chest. Um, your health, John, I, 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 I pray for working, you for I'm your health. I'm still working 50, 60 hours. Yeah, I, I can I see that, that you're working hard over, over here. And, and I think that uh, uh, I'll back that up. Anybody say that John, John Cap's a hardworking guy. And he does a good job in town. And you do a real important job in town. And... And whether you and I agree on everything or not, you're still willing to sit down and talk to me yeah, about it. Absolutely. And I totally uh, appreciate that. Uh, I want to give you another opportunity. Is there any other message you want to send to the to the uh, uh, taxpayers of the community? No, it, the only thing I got, I mean, Tom's been there. It, it's, and I know he takes pride, and he should take pride. He wouldn't, if he didn't take pride, he wouldn't be there for as long as he was. But it's time for it's time for change. It's, I mean, 18 years as the mayor, it's time for something new and. He's not even running. Um, yeah, I didn't bring him up. Huh? I mean, I, I didn't bring that up. Well, no, I'm just saying, he. It's, I, I think he's. he knows, too, that 
I mean, he's he's been there a long time, and I'm not I'm not bashing him for this, but he just he probably knows too, in my opinion, that yeah, 18 years is a long time to do something, and it's time to to, to move on. That doesn't mean that he doesn't care about Richland, but it is time for change. And I think that I could be one that you know, with with the the city council and everything that can bring a, a fresh new change to the city of Richland. Well, I hope if you do get elected mayor, you will be very. Um, Put the taxpayers of Richland first and foremost in, in every decision that you make. That's right, I would. Thank you very much.